I am your host, Carrie Scollin, giving us different perspectives on where we are and where we want to go on our journey. Thanks for being here, and I look forward to spending some time with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another session of the Founder Series. I am super excited this week. You all know that the mission of the Founder Series is to bring to you incredible speakers with stories and tools so that you can live the life and create the life that you desire and that you completely deserve. Every one of us deserves the life that we desire. So I am pleased to start and to introduce my friend. Her name is Julie Scott. She goes by the title Self-Expansion Guide, which I absolutely resonate with and I love it. She helps mature women to connect with their purpose, their power, and to see the possibilities and really to be in love with life. So Julie, welcome. Welcome to the show. I am so happy that you're here and our excitement and our energy level is always so high when we talk. So I'm happy that we get to share this with our viewers. So I'm going to jump right in and let us know a little bit about yourself and how you got to be doing what you're doing. Sure. Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, I think this is such a wonderful mission that you're on to bring this kind of quality content to the ladies. I think that we, uh, I mean, I know that I found my own guides early on in my life to, you know, get to me to where I am. Although I can't say I started early on in life. I kind of had a little bit of a wake up call um, when I was in my early forties, I was in a, I found myself in a marriage. I was unhappy in working at a job that I didn't really like living in a city that I longed to leave. And I couldn't understand why I had this underlying level of anger pretty much at all times. Um, yeah, it was like, I was just kind of not happy. And I'm like, you know, and from the outside, everything looked really good. You know, I mean, I, I, I had a good, I had a good life. Yeah. And I think that's part of what kept me stuck for such a long time. I kept thinking, well, I should just be happy with what I have, wow. like discounting my feelings and not allowing my, uh, not validating them and making them, you know, important enough or, cause I was always comparing myself. It's like, yeah. well, there's always somebody who has it worse than me. Totally. I can totally relate to that. I think so many women can relate to that because I was the very, this very same. It was in my forties where I started to kind of take a look at like, Hey, what is going on? It was, you know, closer to my fifties where I, I dove right in because I felt the same way. Oh, I'm not grateful enough. I have a great life. What, how could I want more? But I always knew something was missing and I would push that down, push it down. Yeah. Until I brought that to the surface. It was like, Okay, now, now it's to the surface. Now I got to do something about it. And it was a question. Somebody asked me, what makes you happy? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Right? So yeah. And I, I step back and yeah. reevaluate, right? Well, I realized I'd never really asked myself that. In fact, I was caught up in the people pleaser, you know, doing everything for everybody else because my value was attached to what I could do. Because <laughs> if I couldn't do stuff for other people, then I wasn't in fact valuable or needed. Mm. Right. And so it was just this whole 
story that I was telling myself for decades. And it was, and, and it was me again, stuffing my feelings, just like you, those yep. feelings that were, you know, that were bothering me. And I was stuffing them down, creating issues with myself physically, mm. you know, carrying weight in my belly and hips and butt stuff in those emotions, you know, and it was just weird how, I mean, I can look back now and see how everything was connected, but at the time I had no idea. Yeah. When and so I think of it, right. You can't, you can't see through that. You just don't know why you're not feeling as energetic and joyful as we should, or, or should, should probably is not the right word, but we are all, our birthright is to live a life of joy. Yeah, exactly. Use that, right? Absolutely. I mean, I know that I got caught up in, well, if my husband just would X, Y, Z, and if my boss or my job would be X, Y, Z, or if my stepchildren, or if my, I mean, whatever it was, I, I was always looking for answers outside of me. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, and, and, and having that destination thinking, it's like, I'll be happy when yeah. all you these five this, pounds. Yeah. You lose five pounds. You go on. Right. You have thin, or the, he the changes car, or he, or changes. I move or I, right. Or I get the car or the house or the, whatever the job, you know, so and what I, and, your, yeah. What, so you came to understand like, or take a look at it and then what gave you the courage to make the changes? What, like, well, how did that happen? First, I have to say that I changed everything mm. in my life and I still felt the same. Wow. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, mm. who's the common denominator here? <laughs> yes. That's when I realized I'm like, maybe it's about me. Right. And that's when I started scouring the shelves of self-help books, you know, of bookstores and, you know, getting the self-help books and starting to read a little bit at a time and start to piece together the puzzle. And, you know, it, it was a process though. I mean, it, it took until I was in my, really in my late forties. So I would say a good six or eight years before I really had a true awakening and I continue to awaken even now that I'm 56 it's like I'm still you know learning and growing and waking up even more to my greatness and for lack of a better word but it's beautiful it's, it's beautiful and and it is it is a never-ending journey I think it's it's taken that first step though that opens up yeah, a whole new world, really, when you start to dive into the inner journey, right? Yeah. Like you, said, you can you can get rid of the husband, you can find a new house, you can move to a new city, but all of that's going to follow you. Right, because so, I'm, I'm carrying all that. Right. Because I'm there still. Yes. But I think I think one of the uh, one of the books, though, that I've recommended many times that I still have. In fact, here on my desk, I love it. Louise Hay. Oh, yeah. You can heal your life. Yeah. I mean, this is probably the, I think it's probably the 10th copy that I've bought of this. I give it away. Yeah. I mean, when I first read this book, I mean, I wanted to shout from the mountaintops I what I learned from this book. I mean, especially because she has a section in there. And I think this is important to, to talk about a little bit. She has mental problems right? Or, or I'm sorry, physical problems 
and a probable cause that's a mental or thought process, right? And, you know, I, I was just looking at the things that I was suffering with in my life mm -hmm. and it was spot on telling me what was really going on for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just think about like, for example, I mean, I won't share mine because it's kind of, I want to keep it clean, but anyway, <laughs> I had a, I had a client though, that I was working with and I referenced this book a lot and she had been on thyroid medication for years yep. and she was a people pleaser just like me in fact all of my clients are typically just me in my rear view mirror mm. you know we have some so much in common right so um she her and i worked together for six months and she recognized during the time that we worked together that she never really asked for what she wanted she never said what was really true for her because she was trying to manage the emotions of everyone around her and stuffing her own emotions. And what happens is, is when you're not speaking your truth, there's an energy center right here and it affects, guess what? Your thyroid. And within the six months that we worked together, she got off her thyroid medication. I did not say anything to her about, she shared that with me. And I was like, wow. I mean, that to me is proof. We always think that the, you know, I think before I was in this work, I thought, you know, you have your physical body and then you have your thoughts and feelings and they're separate, yeah. but they're, but they're not. And your body is constantly communicating with you. If you're getting headaches all the time, if you've got upset stomach all the time, if you're, if you've got a heart murmur, if whatever it is, it's like your body is communicating with you something connected to your your mental and emotional state. Absolutely. The, the, the connection that I just made this morning when I was sharing that I was reading a book, my, the book I'm reading is the untethered soul, but that that's exactly what it talks about. Our, our bodies, the language is usually through pain. Like we're not, I'm not thinking about my toe unless my toe, unless I stub it. And then my yeah. brain goes to that, but our mind is what it is running from the language it's using is fear yes that's the constant stories that's going on in our minds so that's our language and it's all connected yeah. every single thing is we can try and disconnect but that's exactly what you get a disconnection yeah. so when you're your internal your external all of that it's all it's all a work in progress and yeah sooner we can recognize that and know that we can do something about it. I think that's what I love about your work and just getting the message out there is, is we have choices. There are ways, different ways of thinking about things. And that Louis, that Louise Hay book, mine was, um, I'm, I'm not scared to, to admit it, but I have IBS. Oh, I had <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, great lovely i have to tell my friends about it because whenever <laughs> i go somewhere I, they've got to just know so you know what i it's it's just something that i've lived with for years but when i started to make the connection with it it was like oh yeah i'm holding a lot of stuff in here i and then it was just like a it was just like a, a weight lifted but yeah. slowly like just a just, little weight, a little like right shed it over time right but the the book is just so helpful to to it's a place to start I yeah it's a great and, place to start and the thing is is that you know it's just information 
Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, and it's just an opportunity for you to get a little bit more curious. It's like, you know, if the first time I read some of, well, I'm just going to read it because I'm going to tell you about it. Um, Cause I just, I'm going to read my, my own symptom diarrhea. Cause this is, I had this badly after I left my husband mm -hmm. fear. And here's the probable cause fear, rejection, running off, running away. So, oh, and that was like, when I read that, I was like, oh, that's exactly what I did. I ran away. Um, I was running away. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my God. But again, it's just, I think it's important just to kind of open up your, your focus to other information that may be helpful to you. Because I know for me, what I, what I knew in the moment when I was feeling so crappy in my life I didn't have the tools or the information or the knowledge to move myself forward. Right. And so I just went into this total seek out any information mode, you know, and some of it, I, I took, I took what I needed and I left the rest behind. Right. That's some, what, whatever what resonated. Yeah. Right. Whatever resonates. So yeah. There's so and, much you know, out there. Right. And there's oh. so many different types of, you know, people and, books and you know whether it's a video or an audio book or a you know whatever you have to seek out and find what resonates with yeah. you because yeah. that's always a clue to what your i think your true soul's desire is you know once you you know feel that connection with someone like like i felt with and, and i also did work with a coach i worked with a life coach although i didn't even know what a life coach was yeah. Yeah. When I did that, right. I, it was just a friend and I'll, I'll share this story. It's like, I met this woman in Tulum. Uh, I was at a yoga retreat, you know, because mm -hmm. I, my first way of healing myself was to go through my body because that, that was like my original connection. And once I made a connection with my body, it made the connection with other things easier for me, you know, to get to my emotional and spiritual side, right? I went through my body and that works for some people. So yeah. that's something to think about. But anyway, I met this woman on a yoga retreat and she, her and I just became like acquaintances, like Facebook friends, right? And and then she kind of disappeared for a while. And I, you know, it's not like I was looking for her because, you know, I have my life. She has her life. And then she came back onto Facebook and she posted a few pictures of herself. And it's not that she lost any weight or changed her hair or anything, but she was radiant. I mean, she was just, that's the only word I could come up. I'm like, she is radiant. And I was like, What's going on with her? I'm like, I feel like, for, you know, when Harry met Sally, I want what she's having, <laughs> whatever that is. I want that. And yeah. so I reached out to her and I was like, what is up with you? And she's like, well, I've kind of turned a corner in my life and I figured a lot of things out. And, you know, and she had become a life coach. And I'm like, what's that? You know, for those of you who don't know what a life coach is, because I think it's important to make yeah. a distinction. It's not a therapist. Yes, I a therapist agree. typically works with your past. And I'm not saying that therapy isn't valuable because it absolutely is for sure. However, if you feel stuck in life and you want to move forward towards a new life, then a coach is going to help you reach those goals by holding you accountable huh? Soon. and guiding you forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I worked with her for three months and I made light speed changes yeah. in my life.
I think and that it was, I think, but, yeah, that's an important piece because uh, we like, for me, I've done years of trying to do this on my own bits yeah. and pieces, a book here, a podcast, Thanks. a webinar, but when somebody, and that's what I was trying to do in, or that's what I'm offering is I'm trying to get you there quicker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to save you some of those years where I can give you the information, take what you want, leave what you don't, because my journey is not going to be the same as, as yours. Right. And I love how somebody worded it. The life coach um, was, we're just pieces to a puzzle that you're looking for. Yeah. Right? You're the yeah. beautiful creation of it, but I'm not going to be able to offer you everything, but you and I might have a different piece of the puzzle that we can offer you and you may get a piece from something else or yeah. so it's just, it's, it's us. It's a way to get you where you want to go quicker, in my opinion, with yeah. people who have done the work and trying to save you time. Yeah. And I also think it's something more also, I think it's also more about when you invest mm. money yeah. into you, you, and I'm not talking about a new hairdo or a new purse, although yeah. we spend lots of money on those things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, if you do invest that money in you, I know there's a block around that because so many women don't feel that they're worth it. Yeah. Even though they don't know it. Yeah. It's like, they struggle with that investment part of it because they're, you know, but at the same time, you think about it, if you go to a gym and you pay to work out with the trainer, yeah. guess what? You show up, show up. You show and up. you do the work yeah. and you get results. It's the same. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so I'm always working with a coach because I believe in the process and I feel like I want, I mean, I feel like I could live easily another 40 years yeah. and I'm just going to be like, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just want to see what I can do. I mean, there's like nothing holding me back now. It's like, well, and I think I know, and I think in this stage of our lives, which a lot of us are who, you know, the women watching, we're all in that stage where I'm like, this could be the best time of my life. Yeah. Like, I don't believe that the best times are behind me. No. I think the best times are always yet to come. And yep. we need to take an active part in that. There is action required, right? And what we talked about earlier was coming up with what we actually want is some of the hardest things for people. And it's not that I, I truly believe we do know what we want. And I was one of those people that when I started this, it was like, what do I want? No, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I can't figure it out. No, there's somewhere inside of you. You know what it is. The scary part is admitting it. Yeah. Once you admit it, hmm, okay, now I know. Uh, now I got to do something about it. Or it's not. Process. Yeah, or not. Right. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, but but I think I think that the valuable part of getting to figuring out what it is that you want is just getting to the truth and being honest with yourself, because there's nothing more soul crushing or soul damaging than you denying yourself of your own truth and lying to yourself. And not, or, I mean, and only second to that, even not as bad, but second to that is not keeping promises to yourself. Right. I mean, so both is better, but to your point about knowing what you want, and we talked about this before, it's like, 
it is scary to know what you want because again, I had another client that I was working with and, you know, I was just trying to help her get to her truth. You know, what is true for you? I mean, she was struggling with so many different things in her life. And I remember during one of our sessions, you know, I'd, I'd encourage her to start a sentence with, well, you know, the truth is, the truth is, the truth is, and she's like, the truth is, I really don't want to be married. And then she went, and then she just, and then she got really scared. And I go, look, you don't have to do anything with that information. And, and there's so many different ways that that can go right? You can, you can tackle that from a lot of different directions. You can try and work on it. You can go to therapy, you can just, you know, work with him or yeah. whatever it is, yes. but at least you said it. Yeah. And you she said, it out of I, you. yeah. And, and she, and she just kind of let go of all that tension she was holding around that secret. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that and up. that stuff yeah. up from the inside. Right. That's when so I'm, I mean, so it just as an update, I mean, she's still with her husband and their marriage has definitely improved, but just coming to terms with the fact that you're unhappy. Yeah. You know, and to be able to admit that to yourself. Finally. Yeah. Exactly. Finally. So it powerful. Is, it is. It's yeah, it, it is. It is scary. But all I can say is that it's worth it. Yes. You're living your truth, your authentic truth. There, there's nothing that can can um, harm you once you admit it, right? Not harm's not yes. the right word, but that 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 fear subsides a bit when you can just recognize it for what it is, and if you choose to do something or not. But at least you've admitted it to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And and what we we um I I love when we talked about um you may not know what it is. I believe you do when you when you get down to the root. But in the meantime, if you're trying to figure that out, the clarity around that is if you don't know what you want, then recognize what you don't want. Yeah. Still can't recognize what you don't want. Focus on how you want to feel. Yeah. That's what I work with, with a lot of um, the, the women that I speak to is how do you want to feel? That's going yep. to start giving you some clues as to what you really are desiring. And the yep. other piece I want to put in there is is I truly believe that we are not given desires if they cannot manifest. Yeah, absolutely. They're meant for you if you have a desire. Absolutely. It's come to you and it can, and it is absolutely a possibility. So you talk what about is, power and the possibility and the freedom from that. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that, that I love when I'm talking to anyone about, what do you want? What do you want? Even to myself, yeah. it's yeah. like, well, if you did know, what would it be? And somehow yeah. that something comes out from that. It's just kind of a playful way to say, well, what if I did know? Yeah. What would it be? You know, then you can start jotting down things, you know, maybe you come up with something that way. And and the other process that I love is is that we've forgotten how to dream. We put those dreams aside if we push them down. And when we were kids, we dreamt all the time. Yeah. It's bringing that that fun and playful aspect back to start to dream again and that's when you're going to also start to see what it is that you want to start creating so yeah. for you um i i want to make sure that they know that you have written a book oh yeah called yeah. this time it's about you oh yeah yeah here yep love it this time it's about you it's all about you like come on we yes. need to, we're okay with that we're allowed to be about us 
Um, and you can get that on Amazon, right? You can. Okay. Or you um, can get it through my website. Um, if you want a signed copy, I still have a, a few books left that I could sign. And then you also get a, a special, um, uh, what is it called? Bookmark, but a custom bookmark that goes with it as well. But I will sign it to you or it makes it a great gift if you want to do that too. So just throwing awesome. it out And that's at your uh, website, Julie, at itsabouttimebaby.com. Right? Yeah, it's just itsabouttimebaby.com. Oh, not, not the Julie. Sorry, that's the... Not that's my email. Right? It's about timebaby.com. Yeah, yeah. timebaby.com. I love that. <laughs> it is time that we started doing. It is about time. Let's go. Yes. yes. So I know that you also talked about um, getting, you have something about how to put the spark back in your. Oh, life. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. So, I, I I have a, a little free guide that I put together because so many women that join my Facebook group, which I named it after my book, it's women over 50. This time it's about you. Yes. Is or you know, it's time. This time it's about you. It's the name of my Facebook group. And um so many women that that come into the group just feel so blah. You know, they just they don't feel like they have any any excitement for life they're just kind of like groundhog day every day is groundhog day yeah. and you know they just don't they don't again to, to what we were just talking about they don't know what they want they don't know what they don't want they just know that they're just stuck yeah and exactly. i put together just a really a, a quick easy guide just seven i think it's seven steps to you know just get out of your ho hum life just ideas to kind of light that spark again because the thing is is that once you reignite that flame that flame and i feel it's always in my belly right at the top of my belly it's like once you reignite that flame then all of a sudden you're you you're you also just kind of open up your creativity again and you just start seeing things differently i mean because if you're stuck in that place of my life sucks yeah i'm bored yeah. Is this all there is? Yeah. Then if you're coming you from see. that, that's and that's all you see. Exactly. So you need to be able to think different thoughts so that your subconscious, frankly, will allow you to see something that's right here that's been there the whole time. But you can't see it because your blinders are on because my life sucks. My life sucks. My life sucks. It's like my life doesn't suck. Oh, <gasps> exactly. And and that is that is probably the, the first simple step. Yeah, is to, to start opening your mind, because once you do that, and when we become a become aware that all those thoughts that we're having are not necessarily true, which I talk a right. lot about, yes. um, all of a sudden opportunities open up for you, things open up for you, things that, like you said, were right in front of us all along, but we were not open to seeing them. Exactly. So the world becomes so much larger when Expanded. we get yes the self-expansion exactly <laughs> and that is a beautiful awesome energetic place to be when you're coming from that place and then you're all of a sudden seeing that that there's so much beauty around you and i love what you said about um seeing the greatness that i believe that is my gift is yeah. seeing greatness in other women oh in other people I see your greatness. I see the beauty. And I wasn't able to do that until I saw it in myself. Yeah. That was a really hard thing to admit. But once I got comfortable with that, it was amazing what opened up and what I could see in other women. Like every single one of us has that. Right. Absolutely. 
It's such a beautiful and, place to be. And we're taught to be, I mean, I know I was taught to be modest. Yes. You don't want to be conceited, yes, self-centered, don't have brag. a big head, quit bragging, right? It's just like, yeah. but the thing is, is that one thing I've learned through my journey is that I must toot my own horn. Yeah. Because I'm but I'm responsible for me. That's right. And That's we're the it. validation that we need from ourselves. Yes. Yeah. We can't be always seeking that from other people. We've got to give that to ourselves. It's a really yes. hard thing to do. But once you start practicing it, all of this stuff starts just to become easy. And then what happens is you're actually being that person, which is, in my opinion, my goal is to be that person that I'm creating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, I know, I know yeah. we've only got a couple of minutes left before we stop here, yeah. but I just have to share something really quick. It's like, um, like where I put my clothes on in my hallway, I have mirrors all, mm -hmm. and right where I stand to put my underpants on. There's a mirror, full length mirror right there. And I'm obviously naked and I'm putting my, and I look over there and I look at myself and then I, that, that, that voice is like, Oh, yeah. you know, looking yeah. at me up and down. And then I'm just like, you're beautiful. I love you. And I say it out loud because I, I just have to keep pulling myself back to love. Yes. And it's like, yeah. And it feels so much better, but those, those records are on repeat and they, but they do get quieter and yeah. you do catch yourself faster. So I just wanted to throw that in there because it just came to mind. And I love that. And, and I think for me, that's the root of absolutely everything is coming from that place of love for 100%. ourselves and for others so Absolutely. i'm going to end that there because i think that's a beautiful spot yes. and and again we're going we need a part two of this so <laughs> I hopefully you will stay around for the next 30 minutes and have more conversations with julie and i which we're looking forward to and in the meantime uh next week i'm going to be on here and I'm going to be talking about freedom and what that means to us, what success means to us, because everybody has a different version of that. And until then, I hope you all know that you are more than enough as is. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye.